Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's 9.06 in St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to At Your Service on KMOX, 11.20 a.m., 98.7 FM, and at odyssey.com slash KMOX. If you missed any of my conversation with Abby Larico or Sue Thomas, uh, you can listen at uh, odyssey.com slash KMOX. We have a radio rewind feature, which allows you to catch anything that you may have missed. Um, so right now we're going to talk to my friend Amy Markscores, who's on KMOX pretty much every single day with Charlie Brennan from 8.30 to 11 a.m. Right, Amy? That is absolutely right, Rachel. So fun to join you tonight. How are you? I'm doing great. Of course, I had to ask you to be on with me because Amy has invited me on her show so many times and she's let me co-host her show with Charlie when Charlie's <laughs> out. So I'm like, well, I got to talk to Amy. She's she's given me all these amazing opportunities. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Amy and I met up in person for the first time in a very long time. Yes. And uh, it was pretty much the coffee date from hell. Um <laughs> I don't want to say where we went, but it was it was so bad. I'm putting, I'm putting this testimony in my dating profile. One second, I'm cutting the audio. The, the, the coffee date from hell. Amy Mark scores. Well, no, the the company. Maybe I'm misrepresenting it. The company was amazing. Um, the actually getting the coffee part was yeah. darn near impossible. I mean, we sat there for legitimately an hour before yeah. our coffees came out. And Amy just got black coffee. That's all I got. I got black coffee. Like it was already made, I'm assuming. And you had a chai, which is like a tea latte. So it wasn't intensive. And we had to ask twice. Like after, I think I waited 45 minutes and then went down, you know, to the front desk. I'm like, excuse me. Uh, we haven't gotten our coffee yet. And then I think she came by 20 minutes later and, and noticed we still hadn't gotten our coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, once you've been like checked in on twice like that, I have to assume that we were the problem. There, the, we did something <laughs> wrong that we don't realize, but no, it was... Well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, obviously... They listen to KMOX, and she doesn't like one of our shows, but we don't know which one it is. Uh, let's be honest. It's probably mine. But it, it was great seeing you in person. 
really happy to have you on the show tonight. I wanted to uh, to fill you guys in on this uh, this report that I saw recently. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you see these studies and you think, did you really have to do a study on that? A new report says that eating too much hummus can be harmful for your health, which is upsetting to me because I really like hummus. Then you do a little uh, digging. Excessive hummus consumption can cause digestion issues due mm-hmm. to its high fiber content. It causes gastrointestinal gastrointestinal inflammation. So it makes you gassy mm-hmm. because yep. it's made from beans. Yeah. This was a, a report from the National Center for Biotechnology Information decided to do a study on whether or not beans make you toot. <laughs> That's intense. But there's a there's literally a limerick about that. We all know beans, mm-hmm. the make magical you, fruit. That, that's exactly right. I mean, even the Beano commercial. Do you remember the Beano commercial with all the priests Mm-mm. and the, they had their yes. vow of silence? <laughs> I don't okay. remember this one. I this is not <laughs> planned, Rachel. I mean, absolutely a hundred percent. I cannot believe this organically. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, who up. would have thought that Amy would be well, the one that we got into the first uh, well, because fart I'm, conversation I'm with? I'm looking at an email. We get these pitches um, for ideas, and I'm looking at an email right now. Here's the pitch, you guys. Flatulence. What's normal? What's too much? What's grounds for divorce? <laughs> <laughs> so why did you guys break up? You know, know. he just... He really liked hummus. Too much hummus. <laughs> Too much hummus. Yeah. I, they do have studies like that that they come out, though. I believe there was Debbie Monterey and I talked about a study that said if you eat, people who eat more vegetables tend to be healthier than those who eat fast food. And I feel like there are some things that you can just assume. And I, you know what they yeah. say when you assume, but there are some things that you can assume without spending time and money on a study like that. Yeah, where is the funding coming from? Who is saying, oh, okay, I, I'll put some cash down on that. We'll see where it goes. Right. This is the first time <laughs> hearing of this, so I, some, I don't know. Some very hopeful <laughs> fast food franchise owners are like, well, just make sure the vegetables are more healthy. Let's well, do the research first. like, what? Yeah, so, and, and myself, uh, very, very hopeful fast food eaters like myself also <laughs> like, you know what, just check, just double check. Okay, so <laughs> since we're on this topic, the other day I got Taco Bell. And um, I ordered the naked chicken chalupa, which, of course, I texted my friend Andrew, like, is it good before I ordered it? Because, you know, you can't just get something you're not going to like from Taco Bell. And he goes, it's so good. Get it. You and then you it, gave, didn't you? No, 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 no. Okay. So you gave me the advice to leave the sleeve on because it's uh-huh. so greasy. It's, so, it's mm-hmm. very unpleasant. It's one thing to eat it. And it's another thing to feel your hands after you eat it and just know <laughs> what you've just done like it's it's a whole nother round of uh, very embarrassing and shameful to just kind of have to live with that you got to get up and walk all the way across to the to the bathroom and wash your hands and like oh. ugh, feels like you're like washing uh shame well, off your hands i had consumed some fake news about the naked chicken chalupa okay. um they're pretty small Mm-hmm. And I had thought that I had read that they were only 135 calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I thought, oh, this is plausible. I mean, it's just a piece of chicken and like some lettuce and some sauce. This yeah. this could totally be true. So I almost 
replied to your text about the grease and said, we'll never fear. This is like the healthiest thing you could get at Taco Bell. It's it's less than 200 calories. Uh-huh. But before I sent that, I decided to Google it. And no, it's closer to 500. Um, yeah. But for those few seconds that I thought I was making a healthy choice, I was feeling pretty good about myself. And well, and yeah. the sauce is like, it. they say it's like an avocado. It's an avocado ranch. So it's like, it's, <laughs> right. it's yes. like, oh, avocado is so good for you. It's like a superfood. And no, it's not. It's ranch. Amy, I can't even picture you eating fast food. To me, you are just like the pinnacle of health and fitness. Same. Well, okay. You you pick your food vices, right? And I I love sugar. So I don't really eat fast food. I haven't had fast food in a long time, although I do like French fries. It's not the fast food. It's not the fried food or the bar food. It's not the alcohol. For me, it is birthday cake. Mm. Like I... <laughs> buy birthday cake when it's not my birthday and I buy it for me and I just buy a sheet cake and I bring it home and I eat it and I keep it in the freezer and then finish the sheet cake and then buy another cake. So I do like cakes and pies. I'm just picturing you uh, like sitting down at the table just going, it's all for Amy. What do you have? This whole cake is Amy's cake. What do you have? No one even knows that it's not my birthday. (laughs) I don't even have anything written on the cake. I just buy the cake. I think one moment that, you know, when they say you're living your best life, this Mm -hmm. happened a couple of years ago. And the fact that I'm still talking about it, I, I guess, means that I was living my best life or it was a particularly low moment. But at 1030 at night, I drove to Deerberg's and you know how they have half a cake that you can buy? Yes. And it was half of a German chocolate cake, you know, with the coconut and the, I don't know, whatever that creamy topping is. Mm -hmm. And I bought a half of a German chocolate cake and I sat there and watched the Golden Girls on the Hallmark Channel until like midnight and I ate that German chocolate cake. That does sound like a party. That that sounds like a place that I want to be. German chocolate and the Golden Girls. I know. (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, I think of Amy as a very healthy person, minus the cake habit, which we can't judge her. That's just a small, small part of who she is. But you are a marathon runner. Much respect. The, The girl is in shape. How many marathons do you run in a year on average? You know, okay, that's a good question because... I only, so I race, well, like to race a marathon and you could run a marathon every week, but you can't race a marathon. Okay. And so when you race marathons, it's obviously you're trying to do it as fast as possible and you generally have a pretty heavy training regimen. So I can only race usually one marathon a year, sometimes two like one in the fall and one in the spring, like the elite marathoners will only run one marathon a year, sometimes two. And but the, but the miles, like I'll run my birthday run. So like running the bas- backstoppers run when I ran 45 miles, that was more fun. And that was easier than racing a marathon where the whole goal is to absolutely expend every ounce of energy by the time you cross the finish line. She just said that running 45 miles was fun. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like a blast. Sounds, <laughs> yeah. oh, I also don't have any friends, Andrews. So. <laughs> we'll just be over here enjoying our naked chicken chalupas and telling ourselves that they're under 200 calories. Yeah, I if I have to like walk to the water cooler, I get out of breath. <laughs> so, Amy, I'm wondering if you heard about this ultra marathon that happened in China oh. that took the lives of 21 runners. I mean, I guess the marathon itself didn't do it, but the extreme weather during the event uh, killed yeah. 21 people. 
And from my understanding, a couple of those were some of the most elite ultra marathoners out there. It was you couldn't chalk it up to people who didn't know what they were doing, who got in over their heads. And in fact, Camille Heron, who is one of the greatest ultra marathoners of all time, um, I've talked to her before. She at one point held the 100 mile record, men and women. She held the record, and she talked about it how. When you run up in the mountains, the weather can change so quickly. And when you're running a 100-mile race anyway, like say in Mark Twain Park, they have a in Missouri, they have a 100-mile race. Because it may be 70 degrees during the day and your body heats up, but it may drop down to 30-something at night, hypothermia is a real concern when you are running ultramarathons because you're running at a pace that your body is not you're not staying warm, let's say. You you can actually get very cold. You have to change your clothes because you're sweating through the clothes. And it sounds like the temperatures, they dropped so quickly and the hail was there. And when you're out in the mountains, you can't just walk off the course and get back. You know, you may be 30 miles from the start line. And so they had nowhere to go. There was nowhere to get shelter. And the weather, just a severe, bizarre storm uh, yeah, hit them and they died of hypothermia. They died from the element elements. It was absolutely tragic. I've never heard something on this scale before. Man, that is that is absolutely awful. Um, yeah. So it was a hundred kilometers. Mm-hmm. So like sixty-two miles. More I than double the size of your your everyday marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your that normal is just marathon. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, it is, and that's and that's the thing. Like even if you were to run. 100 miles on a track, which again, Camille Heron has done. She did it in Arizona because the temperature drops so much and you're sweating. So you're, you're wet from the sweat and then the temperature drops and you get cold. You have to change your clothes. So that is on ideal conditions. You have to worry about hypothermia. So Amy, if someone wants to get into running, they're not trying to do the ultra marathon. They're not even trying to do, uh, you know, an Amy Mark scores marathon, (laughs) Um, but they want to get into the sport. What's your, what's your main advice you give people? Okay. If you are really, really just starting, it's all about time on your feet. So let's say you can run a half a mile most. Let's say you can want to run a quarter mile. Let's say you could even run one mile. Don't run that one mile and call it a day or run a half mile and call it a day. What you want is you want to spend 30 to 45 minutes on your feet. So let's say you're, you're nervous about running, run for one minute and then walk for five minutes and then run for one minute and walk for five and do that until you have about 30 or 45 minutes on your feet and then just keep increasing the minutes that you're running. So at one point you can maybe run for five minutes and then walk for one minute. That's really good advice. It's all about time on your feet. Yep. So don't feel like, oh, I can only run a quarter of a mile. Well, don't worry about that. Just do a minute and then walk. Yeah. I I read your book, The Lola Papers, which I loved. And um, I I loved the way that you just kind of described running as a craft. I'm not a runner. I don't think about it in that way, but you kind of get into the mentality behind it. And I found that really fascinating. It is. It's bizarre because it's just you versus you. And I grew up playing ice hockey and tennis and soccer, and I really thought I was tough. And when you are running, you are in your own head. And it it challenged me in ways that I never expected. And it really did feel like I found my true love when I found running, as much as I loved all the other sports. And But I also understand some people just don't like it. I feel that way about swimming. I Swimming is so difficult for me that swimming for one minute 
feels like torture. Mm. And so, but some people can go out and swim laps. So you've got to find what you want to do. But yeah, it's all about being in your head and knowing that you can keep going. It's separating your mind from your body. That's inspiring stuff. Amy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope to see you soon. Uh, if we get coffee again, let's uh, maybe go to a different place. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, Rachel. Thanks so much. Thanks, Amy. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks for listening to At Your Service on KMOX. Trusted information, live and local. From the award-winning KMOX Newsroom. At your service on KMOX, I'm Rachel Zimmerman filling in tonight. Uh, really happy to be here. Very happy to talk to my friend Amy Mark Scores in that last segment. You know, I, I mentioned that we went and we got coffee and it was great catching up with her. Kind of what we were talking about in the uh, first hour. It's just great being back out into the world and seeing friends and, and having little little coffee dates like that. But when we were getting our coffee, we decided to have it out on the patio. And there was a woman who was asking folks who were walking by if they had any cash. And I didn't have any cash, but I offered to get her some food. She didn't want any. Um, she was really just looking for someone to help her out and give her some money. And, you know, I just took that at face value and I thought she needs that for whatever's going on with her life. But you run into that kind of thing in St. Louis a lot. Um, and if you have empathy and compassion for people who are in that situation, it can be really, really tough to process uh, it's something that I've struggled with since I was a child. We would watch Channel 24, New Life Evangelistic Center, mm -hmm. and Larry Rice was always putting up these images of people without homes um, sleeping on top of like the, the greats downtown yeah. and lined up for sandwiches and blankets. And it just absolutely ate me up inside as a kid. And I would bring that up as my prayer request at, at school and at church. And here I am. Uh, 29 years old, working downtown about a block from that place that I used to watch on TV and witnessing these people in need up close and personal every single day. So, yeah, it weighs on you. It weighs on you heavy. So I wanted to talk about that on the show tonight just as something that I really care about. I know it's something that a lot of our listeners on KMOX are affected by as well and wonder, what are we supposed to do? How can we help? So we're going to spend this next segment coming up uh, talking to Anthony D'Agostino, D'Agostini, excuse me, from uh, St. Patrick's Center. He's the CEO. We'll learn about what they do at St. Patrick's Center. I've worked with them on a couple of things, and I think it's an amazing organization. And then we're going to talk to a young lady who just graduated from Washington University who kind of put together this grassroots effort to help people in St. Louis just on her own accord. Uh, she went viral on TikTok doing this. So awesome. really, really excited to talk to her. That's what you can expect in the second half of this hour. Uh, Andrew, have you seen this story that Facebook and Instagram are offering users the option to hide their like counts. So you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you post a photo, and it will show you under the photo, oh, this got 36 likes. Oh, this got 500 likes. Oh, this got two likes. They're not doing too well. Now Facebook and Instagram are giving users the option to hide those like counts because some people uh, don't want to to reveal what kind of traction it's it's getting. What do you think about that? I think that's totally fair. I think that for a lot of people, uh, the like count, so to speak, can kind of drag you down into a, a very 
uh, unhealthy or a very like toxic space where you are afraid. You know, I'm afraid to post this picture because what if it only gets 20 likes or what if it doesn't get any likes at all? Uh, uh, or, or, you know, you post something that gets like 300 likes and then you want to keep chasing that, keep chasing that high of that social high. So then you post a bunch more stuff and you get more and more upset mm -hmm. that it's not reaching that same level for whatever reason. I just think that's a, it's a very unhealthy thing to worry about. In my mind, especially so I think, for young people, especially for young people, and this and this is that's who these sort of things appeal to the most, and those are the people who get most sucked into it are the people who are not emotionally prepared to deal with the consequences of you know not getting enough likes or not getting as much likes as their friends or or the people that you know are are that they want to they want to feel similar to or yeah. or, or or feel as good as or whatever. And that's just, uh, I think that's just a really unhealthy thing. So hiding likes. So it's an option for people. So the company says that this is so people can focus on the photos and videos that are being shared instead of how many likes these posts are getting. So it's, hey, let's just focus on what it is rather than what it represents necessarily. Yeah. So you have an option to hide the likes on your own account. So if you're self-conscious, like, oh, I only got eight likes, I don't want anyone to see, you can hide that. There's also an option to go through your settings and hide the like counts on celebrities' accounts or that popular girl from high school's account. Uh, I just can't bear to see her getting 700 likes on a selfie, so I'm going to change it to where I can't see that. Maybe it makes these social media platforms a little bit of a, a healthier, a mentally healthier place to be. I so think that's it would. the goal. I think it absolutely would. And and the celebrities thing is, is, I almost feel like that should be done by default because I think a lot of young people want to aspire to that, right? They want to aspire to getting... Uh, uh, the same, you know, million likes that uh, uh, Charlie is it D D Demelio? Charlie Brown <laughs> is his name. His name, yes, yes. <laughs> he he. Uh, Charlie doesn't get the same amount of likes as uh, Snoopy. Every time he gets a certain number of likes, they just pull that football out from they under him. It's, from it's under a him. real shame. You know, I like every time we have conversations like this, especially on the air. I like to imagine that someone just woke up from a twenty-year coma and they're like what's a like <laughs> what's instagram it's just kind of fun to think uh the world is so different now and uh it's not necessarily a good thing but hey it's we've made it this far but we're gonna try to kind of reverse course and make these uh places a little bit less toxic by offering options like this all right guys uh let's let's get some commercials in you know got to keep the lights on around here and when we come back we will talk to anthony d'agostini the ceo of saint patrick center worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get the inside story on what's happening with your St. Louis Cardinals this season directly from the Redbirds manager. It's the Mike Schilt Show, Sunday mornings at 10.15, sponsored by Bath Fitter on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. At your service on KMOX, you can listen to us on 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, and of course, odyssey.com slash KMOX. Stream that online. Uh, I was just telling you guys that we were going to kind of delve into this issue with people who are living on the streets in the city of St. Louis. It's something that weighs heavily on my mind and I know on the minds of a lot of listeners. So we're going to talk here to Anthony D'Agostino, excuse me, the CEO of St. Patrick's Center. Anthony, thank you so much for being here. And I apologize for struggling with your name so much. I feel terrible. No, don't worry about it. Uh, Thanks for having me. And thanks for highlighting this issue and highlighting a population that oftentimes looks invisible. invisible. So, Anthony, tell us a little bit about St. Patrick's Center. You guys are right downtown. I could I could walk there in a matter of minutes easily. And first of all, I love your organization. I've done a couple of things with you guys, and I think the work you do is amazing. But tell the listening audience, what is St. Patrick's Center and what is your Housing First initiative? Sure. So um, we are the largest nonprofit homeless services organization. And what that means is in the area, we, we work with individuals who are unhoused and there's kind of two populations unhoused or, uh, you know, potentially uh, close to being homeless or near homelessness. And so um, that's, that second population is really growing. So obviously you have people who are living on the streets, people who are in uninhabitable places, um, and we're trying to help those individuals become self-sufficient and find a permanent housing situation that's sustainable. But then also there's, uh, you know, the pandemic this past year has really caused a lot of people to um, to be in a situation where they might not have the funding, the the wherewithal to actually go forward and and, and be able to, to keep housing for the next few months. And so, uh, so we're finding some people falling into homelessness. So we... We have about 30 different programs that help meet the need of that individual where they're at. And um, so, you know, you come down, uh, we have uh, several sites, the biggest ones on in downtown that you just mentioned on Tucker. And we'll, we'll, we have a shelter. We have uh, 365 days a year. We have a, um, we, we do food services and uh, clothing, 
housing, employment, and all kinds of treatment to help someone become self sufficient Anthony, you brought up the pandemic um, kind of displacing a lot of people. This is something that I don't think we focused on enough because when COVID-19 hit, it affected everyone's lives, like in the entire world. So we're all kind of wrapped up in our own stuff. But you don't really stop to think about someone who is unhoused, who doesn't have access to a sink to wash their hands for the full 20 seconds, who might not have access to fresh masks, uh, who maybe doesn't have the option to socially distance in the way that was uh, suggested um, what were you guys doing during the pandemic to kind of give people some extra help during that time? Yeah, so I think you bring up a great point. Um, we had a lot of people. So everyone knows the term now. No one ever knew it before. I think the pandemic, at least I didn't, this shelter in place idea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone all of a sudden in March of 2020, everyone's talking about sheltering in place. Well, if you don't have a place to shelter, then where, how do you shelter in place? How do you uh, become safe within your home if you don't have a home? And that's how we transitioned. We tried to figure out who doesn't have a home and who is at the verge of losing their home. And how can we, we ensure that those people are safe and healthy going forward? Because, you know, once again, I, myself, my family, we were very fortunate to to go through this entire past year, this whole, this whole pandemic and be healthy and safe. Um, and, and most of us have been, but, uh, the vulnerable population that we serve didn't have a place to go, couldn't shelter in place. And so that, that potential for community spread and the pandemic to hit them, um, and their vulnerabilities was, was highlighted. So we, we tried to, to open up shelters. We had, 51 uh, new uh, beds that we opened up. We we opened up our facility and kept operating even though uh, there was a shutdown. Wow! And we just kept operating, and we've been doing that ever since the uh, you know pandemic hit uh, in February March of 2020. That's wonderful. Um, so in ad- addition to to helping folks find housing, you can also put them on a career path. In many cases, can you tell us about that? Definitely. We have, uh, we have workforce development, employment training, and that continues to grow. Um, the, the, employment, the unemployment rate has grown in Missouri since the pandemic hit. Obviously, it's gone down recently, which is great, but we're constantly trying to work with corporations, with companies around the area to, to take clients that we work with and transition them in a sustainable way. And that's, that's been something we've been doing for a long time. As I said earlier, this is, this is, there's three main points. There's housing, there's employment, and there's healthcare. And that's not just the clients we work with, it's anybody. Um, if you take someone who is in, is in a place that's sustainable housing, that is doing really well with their employment and enjoys what they do, and someone that, that, you know, healthcare, when it comes to mental and physical health, they're doing well there, you have someone who's probably somewhat fulfilled and feeling well and sustainable. That's where we want to get everybody. Right. And so we're, we're constantly dealing with those three things. And, you know, when it comes to employment, uh, you know, if, if we can't find that's what, that's what we're doing daily. Cause if we can't find a sustainable income and employment situation for somebody, then, then obviously the housing will not sustain. And, 
uh, the healthcare <laughs> often becomes a problem too. So, you know, that's that's just one of the one of the three that's uh, that's always on our list. This is a huge reason why I love St. Patrick's Center. It's not looking for just a short-term fix. You guys are really trying to get to the root of the issue for long-term success. Anthony, how do people volunteer? How do people help out? And do you guys have any events coming up in the future? Yeah, so thanks for asking. We have plenty of ways to volunteer. We uh, At stpatrickcenter.org, stpatrickcenter.org. Um, you can go there, um, look us up, and there's plenty of volunteer opportunities on our website. Um, any comfort level, there's there's everything from getting really involved, coming down maybe once a week, several times a week, helping serve food, helping uh, clients directly, or just coming down maybe once a month or coming down a couple times, or not even coming down. We have a huge casserole program, something that no one – really talks about a lot i think in the community is that we are one of the we are the oldest homeless services organization that has never really paid for food and that means we have amazing volunteers with a casserole program that makes casseroles freezes them and brings them down or we pick them up and we reheat casseroles and use those 365 days a year to serve hundreds of people this is a huge program, and, and it's just, it shows, and everyone talks about this, this, the generosity of St. Louis. And so I just want to thank everyone in St. Louis for what you're doing. Uh, please, this, we need it more than ever, so continue to give support. Come down to St. Patrick's Center. Look on our website. Call me personally if you want to. My information is on the website. We would love to have you get involved and help some of the most vulnerable individuals, especially during this tough time. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us tonight and keep up all of the great work you're doing for the city of St. Louis. Thank you too, Rachel. Take care. All right, guys, that's stpatrickcenter.org to learn more. Um, Coming up, we are going to talk to a young lady who just graduated from Washington University who used an unusual method, but a very effective method to help out the unhoused in her area. We will be right back. You're listening to At Your Service on KMOX. Dependable. Traffic and weather together on the 10s. Weekday mornings on The Voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Your service on KMOX, 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, and at com slash KMOX. Maya Napo is a Washington University student. Well, I should say she just graduated from Washington University, who uh, has recently gone viral on TikTok, and she did it all while helping out the unhoused in St. Louis. Maya, thank you so much for being on At Your Service tonight. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for having me, Rachel. So first of all, before we get into the story, can you quickly explain what uh, food points are at universities? Because I think a lot of people don't know. Yes, this was a question I got so much. Um, So the way my school does it, instead of giving your 18-year-old $2,000 and saying, exceed yourself for a year, you give it to the school and the school kind of keeps track of it, makes sure you're on track and uh, makes sure that the kids are spending it uh, like appropriately and kind of stuff like that and making sure that they're only spending it on food on campus. So it's kind of just like money that you can, it's like a gift card that's 
only used on school on campus for food. So you had about $800 left over in food points whenever you were graduating and you decided to turn around and cash that in and get some non-perishable items and hand them out to unhoused folks in the city. Is that true? Yes. Um, I actually started uh, the video that that went viral. Um, the first one, I started it as kind of a joke um, because this kind of happens at the end of every school year where uh, a lot of students end up with a lot of extra meal points. And so try and buy as much snack food and all that junk food and stuff that we can try and get our hands on before the, the market runs out. And sometimes we even would um, go to the the restaurant on campus, Ibby's, and just leave the waitress or waiter a big tip. Uh, but now that they're because of COVID, there's no more in-person dining. So we right. didn't have that option uh, to just write off how, like $200 or something and give it to someone as a tip. So we, instead of giving it to the school, I was just going to like do a, a funny challenge and see if I could spend it all. And then I woke up the next morning and looked at all the food that I had in my apartment. I was like, Maya, you're not going to eat this. Why, why would you, why, why did you do this? Um, and so then I was like, obviously it makes the most sense to give, I'm not going to eat it. I don't need it. So it makes the most sense to give it to somebody who would want it or who does need it. Um, so that's kind of my thought. That was kind of my thought process. So you put together these little care packages full of the food and then masks and hand sanitizer and handed them out. Did anything surprise you? Did anything like kind of catch you off guard? What was the experience like whenever you were handing these care packages out? I was um, surprised by people's, uh, I know sometimes like, I mean, skeptical people sometimes see unhoused people asking for food or money and like, oh, well, they're, they don't really need it. Or, you know, sometimes there's a lot of like, oh, they're only going to use it for to buy alcohol or drugs or something like that. But the, the need is so, so great. And like the gratitude of seeing people in their, I can tell in their eyes, like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, this is, this is incredible, you know, because a lot of times people kind of just ignore people or they just kind of are like, oh, here's some like spare change and stuff. But when you, when they get like a whole, a whole care package full of like different foods and some one, one, uh, one man actually, he looked in the bag and he was like, lucky charms. That's my favorite. And that made me so happy. But uh, it, people are so, are so kind if you give them the opportunity. And I kind of, I actually made, several really good friends and I still go and check it, check in on them every now and then now too, which is, which was really great. Yeah. Maya, I, when I watched your videos, first of all, I loved the whole saga with Daryl, who I could tell you became fast friends with. Uh, that was just really, yeah. really sweet. And one thing that I loved about you that you could just tell from the beginning was this is a very kind person. This is someone who's showing respect and, and seeing the humanity in the situation. And we truly need more people like you out there. Thank you. Yeah, the one a lot of comments that I got were talking about like, oh, you know, you can do good things without posting it on the internet or like stuff kind of talking about like, oh, tooting your own horn or something like that. And I actually never even intended for that video to to turn into what it became. I the only reason I ended up posting it was because I had never thought of that before, using the meal points to um, using the leftover money to make care packages and give it out to people. And I have had dozens, if not hundreds of people reach out to me saying, this is such a good idea. I never thought about this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to let my friends do this. So kind of like 
being able to share it with the internet makes so much more of an impact than I individually ever could. Maya, thank you so much for joining joining us. I'm sorry we're running out of time, but now that you are TikTok famous, do you want to give out your TikTok handle for people to follow you out there? Sure. It's it's Maya2960. All right, Maya, thank you so much. You have a really bright future, and, and thank you for doing that, and thanks for joining the show tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, guys, you're listening to At Your Service on KMOX. When we come back... Orlandez Lewis. We're going to talk about vintage vinyl and National Record Store Day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.